0: Hello and welcome to the Travel Weekly podcast. I'm Amy Keeley and on this episode we have leading independent travel agent Miles Morgan and Ice Lolly Chief Executive Richard Singer. Lucy Huxley caught up with a pair at Travel Weekly's recent business breakfast event to talk about Brexit, Thomas Cook plus Miles gives us an exclusive update on his sheep. gentlemen, we the, the timing is quite uh, uh, interesting. We had just left the peaks behind us uh, and obviously we've got some uncertainty. We're not quite sure what's going to happen in the future. But I'd just like to ask you how you think uh, trading has been, what you think of the market. I mean, certainly... Um, we're hearing that short haul uh, to Europe is a bit soft. Miles, what are you seeing?
1: Yeah, I think overall I'm pleased with the, with the picture and where we're at. I think I was probably a bit more pessimistic at Christmas. I think the, the trends in my business are fairly clear. We're seeing short haul um, undoubtedly taking a bit of a knock. Uh, I think that will come back, taking a bit of a knock. But equally, cruising, long-haul, escorted touring, adventure is very, very strong. Also, seeing a trend in terms of uh, the booking people, booking period people are taking. So we're seeing people booking further out. So bookings for 2020, 2021 are much, much stronger than than summer 2019. So two very, very obvious trends, but equally, I probably see them correcting over time as we uh, perhaps get some certainty out of everything that's going on at the moment.
0: Okay. I mean, should we should we be worried about tw- summer 2019? I mean, do, do you think it will come back? Do you think there will be a sort of flourish in a late market eventually? Or, you know, or are you now just concentrating on tw- 2020?
2: So we, I mean, we sit in the middle of the tour operators and cruise lines and customers. We're a marketing platform. I think we have Definitely seen that it's been softer in the European short haul market. And you know, even when we look at you know the, the kind of key figures from Google, things like last-minute searches went up, so with people going on holiday pre-29th of March, but package holidays and cheap holidays is definitely down significantly. So the market is slightly softer. On the flip side of that You've seen a lot of the big companies, the big OTAs and the big tour operators spending a lot more to stimulate the market. So, in effect, they've kind of made it a little bit more buoyant by the amount that they've been trying to do. Um, I think it's pretty clear that people are concerned with what's going to happen in Brexit. A lot of them will be delaying their decisions to get clarity. Now, if there is clarity in you know, the next few weeks or the next months, then actually you would expect, and really our belief is that you would expect, a very strong... Late's market. Now, that will also be very competitive, but we believe it will come back in the summer also.
0: And I know, Miles, you don't really worry about things because you just move with the market. You say, well, you know, got people are going on holiday and it's your job just to sell them what, what they want. So uh, it, tell us what you, what your policy or strategy is at the moment.
1: Well, I think it's one of the lucky things about being a, a travel agent, as opposed to a supplier, tour operator, cruise line, whatever you want to call it, is the fact that you can look at your business and you can back the winning horse. So, you know, if we see cruise going strongly, we'll increase our marketing, our window displays on cruise. Equally, you know, I think Richard's probably right. We will see a resurgence on summer 19, and when that happens, we'll ride straight on the back of that and increase our marketing accordingly. So, it's one of the benefits of being an agent is you can you can follow the trends and and one. Of of the important jobs that that i have running the business is to make sure we're following those trends and reacting very very quickly to take advantage of them
0: and and i know you're a bit of a kind of like well come on who cares what's going to happen at the minute you're just like let's just get on with it i'm not going to swear that's that's your job <laughs> but um you are a bit like just you know you ban the word brexit haven't you in your office you don't want it in meetings you just want people to just knuckle down and sell travel
1: yeah, I mean, uh, and the reason why I think that is because the fundamentals of people wanting to travel and their motivations remain unchanged. And I think so much people can get caught up in all of this Ferrari and everything that's going on and forget that actually every day there are gazillions of people booking holidays. And what you've got to do is convince them that you, you know, your brand, your company, your people are the people to book it with. And I think it's an attitude of mind. And if you can get people thinking positively, you know, for me with 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 straight customer phasing staff, if they've got a positive outlook on life and they're getting on with it,
0: then the customers will think likewise. Okay, and then Mars talked there about how he follows the market and maybe short-haul's a bit soft, but he's got these out there, etc. And with iSlow.com, you've been traditionally very focused on short-haul packages. So have you tried to diversify what your, you know, your platform to, to sell other products?
2: Yes, I mean, we made a conscious decision last year to do that. So, you know, most of our searches will be within Europe, short-haul, med. Spain is, will be a key market. Greece will be a key market. We have seen a much, much Bigger amount of searches happening for places like Turkey, North Africa, even long haul Mexico, Dubai is all all kind of coming into play. So we do surface things worldwide, but you, you can't get away from the fact that the mass of people who go on holiday still want to go to EU destinations, but. Last year we made the decision we need to diversify what we've got. You can see cruise is a buoyant, a rising industry, so now we've developed our cruise proposition and we're working with most of the major cruise line and agents now. We've done UK breaks, we've also got solo tours, we've got escorted tours in them. Even this week we've sent about 10 people to Russia on on um, on an escorted tour. So it is about providing breadth because we want to cater to a much broader demographic, but notwithstanding that, our core business is really based on European holidays. So we do, we do need to keep on top of the trends.
0: I mean, you, you've said similar in the past, Miles, about some businesses, some agents you speak to who tend to put perhaps all their eggs in one basket or certainly a lot of them in one basket and back, you know, just maybe one or two operators. And you're, you're, that's not something you do and it's not something you would advocate, is it, for a strong business?
1: No, I think it's very, very important that you, you have breadth in what you sell, whether it's in the, in the products you sell, the destinations you sell, or the suppliers that you sell. You know, because if you've got all your eggs in one basket, anything can happen. And, you know, we've seen that where, you know, Nice specialist tour operators who have been trading exceptionally well all of a sudden get hit badly. You take Red Sea Holidays as a prime example where, you know, the Red Sea, Haggarda, Sharm, fantastic destinations. Sadly now shut for UK travelers. Well, certainly, uh, Sharm is. And of course, Red Sea have done brilliantly to manage to keep their, themselves going. But as an agent, you have no need to put yourself at that risk. And so, broadening either your supplier base, your destination base, or the markets that you sell is key in doing that for me.
0: And what about the risk of tour operators? Some, you know, perhaps going. We've seen it before with like Virgin Holidays decided not to sell through the trade anymore. Do you worry that some operators may decide to take a different distribution strategy and maybe not work with agents?
1: It's always a potential risk with with anybody that you work with, and that's why making yourself too reliant on any company is always a risk for a business. And I mean, if you look at where we are at the moment, EasyJet Holidays is over the horizon. What will EasyJet Holidays bring? Will they start working with the trade? Will they not start working with the trade? That will have an impact. So if they decide to work with the trade, will we work with them? Yeah, we probably will. But will we absolutely put all our eggs in their, their basket and move all our business from another supplier? No, we won't, because it's important to have a, a balance of distribution.
0: and and, I mean Mars has brought EasyJet Holidays up there that's one of the things on the horizon that could be a challenge or an opportunity for um, certainly for a company like yours which works with the big players Um, are you in discussions with them and do you think that's exciting for the future
2: well we work with EasyJet Holidays just now but in its current guise I think what it does in the future whether it's a tour operator and whatever it does I think it's obviously going to go much bigger than what it is today and the opportunity that they've got as a brand plus with their um, flight capacity and their reach certainly is going to make them quite a significant competitor and you look at you know the success of something like BA holidays and obviously Jet 2 you know these good flight tour operators can be successful. I think the whole marketplace of OTAs and tour operation in the UK is becoming super super competitive now. You know you've got Tui, E, which is you know a fantastic continues to grow but then you've got other companies like Love Holidays and on the beach and Thomas Cook, you know, i would be interested to see what happens then. EasyJet coming back onto the market. Um, you've got lastminute.com, Travel Republic have got a brand new team and ultimately what does that mean it's going to get competitive. Now as a kind of media and a marketing distribution um, company, that's good for us and it's probably good for the consumer in the sense that there'll be offers that are there. But I think most companies now are looking at all distribution to be everywhere because online distribution, you have to be cheaper, you have to show a lot of value, but it's also expensive to operate in that way. Travel agents and the retail side of it is somewhere where you can actually unlock a lot of um, you know bookings through face-to-face with customers, with big client bases. So You'd be kind of crazy not to do everything. But for us, the more competition there is, the better. And I think it also works for the consumer. But how that plays in terms of margins and pricing for those operators is going to be the fascinating thing.
0: You mentioned Thomas Cook there. They've been in uh, the news lately, certainly in the travel trade press headlines. Um, new new guy coming into at the top with Will Wagger. Um, but also they've announced that they've potentially put their airline up for sale or certainly they're, they're doing a review of that airline. So what do you... Um, think will happen at Thomas Cook and uh Well, yeah, what do you think will happen at Thomas Cook? Let's stick with that.
2: Mm, Good question. Um, I would say, I mean, I think Thomas Cook got quite remarkable in the sense that, you know, they've been quite public in terms of the amount of market investment that they've cut um, over the last sort of six months, and yet they still retain um, being in that top five UK holiday position without doing really much, and that's because they've got a retail side, that's because they've got a large customer base, that's because they've been trading for 150 years. Um, So the opportunity is there. I think whether they have to slim down, be more agile, agile and um, find you know product that's differentiated is probably the challenge for them which somebody like Will will clearly be coming in to do in the UK market but um, I mean I think Miles has got good opinions on Thomas Cook we should maybe ask him. <laughs> <for> his, <laughs> his. Let's
0: do that Richard. So Miles what do you think about Thomas Cook?
2: Uh, no
1: pressure on my answer
2: here, then. <laughs> um,
1: they're in this tough middle space, sandwiched between TUI at the top with their fantastic differentiated product that they've been doing now for, you know, 12 years, something like that. So they've got that at one end. At the other end, they've got the ankle snappers of of Jet 2 holidays, lower cost base, newer planes driving lower cost, very, very difficult space. You've got EasyJet holidays coming over the horizon as well. So it's probably one where I think, you know, they often say that you can't shrink to greatness, but I think they they do need to go backwards to go forwards i don't think that's probably what we'll see over the next few years is the their business going smaller uh, rebalancing itself and then coming back again and maybe being more of a more of an agent and less of a less of yeah. a tour operator in the future
0: OK, um, we'll, we'll wrap up now. But just is, are there anything else on the horizon that you I mean, you, I think you said you're excited about this, the year ahead when I think lots of people wouldn't say that they'd be nervous. Uh, they'd be worried about the uncertainty, thinking that you know, they don't really know how the year's going to pan out. You've said you're excited. But is there anything that you're worried about or anything that you see as a real opportunity that you're going to just grasp?
1: I think um, it sounds mad to say I'm excited, but I think, you know, it's been a challenging few months for the industry. We're through that. You know, when I was eating my uh, Christmas pud... If you'd said to me we could be the position we're in at the end of February, I'd have been absolutely delighted. You know, I would have taken flat for my business as a good result during January and February. We're well exceeding that position. And so I think because now the whole Brexit thing has gone on so long, I think what we'll see is customers get used to that being where we're at. And I think we will see a revived short-haul market. And so the reason why I'm excited is we're trading well on the bits that we're really good at, cruise, escorted, touring, adventure... But once we add the short all into the mix as well, I can see our numbers going really well Could for be the a rest record of 19.
0: year. I think it will be. Do you think it will? Oh, heard it here first.
1: No, I think it will be. Yeah.
0: And Miles, you're known for what do you swim against the tide, I think is what you've said before. You've opened shops before when it's been really tough times for the industry. Mm. So might we even see expansion for Miles Morgan Travel in this difficult year?
1: Without a doubt. Is that is that the short answer that you want? Not yes. really, yes. no, <clears throat> I want more. Um <laughs> Yeah, something gets the tide. The high street is having a, a real torrid time. We've all seen it, you know, department stores, everybody's struggling. And I think what's become obvious is the, the winning ticket on the high street is people that are offering expertise and advice and giving people a reason why they should go to their outlet, whatever it is they're selling. And so, you know, we put a lot of effort into training of our staff. So when somebody goes in, they actually get proper knowledge, advice, expertise that fundamentally gives them a better holiday, either a better 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 choice of holiday, a better price of holiday, because we know where to go to source the product, whatever it might be. And so... My belief is we've got a, a retail proposition that works. At the same time, with the high street declining, we have opportunities to go into retail units that we've dreamed about 10 years ago. I could never have afforded, would not have been available to me. And so during this time that we're going through, I'm going to take every single opportunity to take advantage of those things because now's the time everything becomes cyclical and it will go back round again at some point. And hopefully when it does, I'll have some cracking units in great locations and trading will be even better
0: snap them up now while you can afford them while they're they're cheap. Totally. Let us know when you're going to open a new one. I (laughs) will. And, uh, I mean, Mars talks there about the reassurance that his his knowledgeable, experienced team give to customers. It is about that trust factor, isn't it? And you've done a lot of work to try and uh, get ice lolly you know to on the brand and the awareness of it you know, you've done lots of sort of advertising and sponsorship of tv programs and stuff but is that working for you is that important that ice lolly becomes a trusted brand
2: yeah it is and i think now you see um you know what we do is we work with all the major tour operators ota's before we didn't we work with a lot of smaller kind of lifestyle lifestyle businesses so even though people like the service that we provided a lot of people like well i've never heard of these brands and is ice lolly any good so i think now the fact we have those bigger brands and those bigger brands work with us across holiday search they work with across deals, they work this across media when they've actually got promotions to do. So actually we're in a similar place to Mars in the sense that it's really uh, positive just now. We've grown, our market share has grown in a softer market. We've diversified our product. Customers like what they do and they continue to return. I think Brexit has also um, meant that people want to get more value from their holidays. So maybe somebody's in the process of booking and want to check the price or even people are trying to find it with us. So I think we have done an excellent job throughout this period. I think the thing I'm excited about is the fact that you know for a fact the UK customer will want to go on holiday. A lot of people didn't go on holiday last summer because the weather was so good. Now a lot of, that's nearly two years people won't have gone on holiday. So this summer you would expect a lot more people to do. I think there's this is clarity in positioning and people have confidence to book and actually take the leap to book a holiday, which they should because there's so many fantastic offers out there. Then I think we should expect a very buoyant kind of, you know, late market summer period going into October, and um, that's something which we should all feel encouraged by. I think the key thing for any travel company or operate in travel is just being in the position that you can respond to that and take advantage of that when you can see that the market's there. But equally, the market is there now.
0: OK, so get it now, get it when it's it, when it exactly. even
2: stronger. Yeah, there's good offers out
0: there. All right, gentlemen, um, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. I think the thing that probably the industry really wants to know, though, Miles, is are there any more lambs due or <laughs> have they all been born now?
1: Uh, I can announce that we've now got 10 lambs on the ground, bless them. Um, we've actually got six more births scheduled for <gasps> mid-April, so watch this space and if you get chance on Facebook, the cutest sheep is the place to
2: find them. I think the travel industry want to know more. I know Miles is a very big rugby guy. I think they will want to understand what happened to England to, at oh, the weekend against Scotland. Oh. Uh, the good news is that my surname is Morgan and I'm Welsh, we Welsh. <laughs> so therefore
1: I was delighted with the weekend results, and nothing pleased me more than watching the amazing Scottish comeback in the second half that on goes. Saturday.
0: Likewise. Okay. Well, congratulations to both your teams or whichever one you're well, supporting he, on the day. We both, won, didn't we? Yeah, they, you yeah, both won. Yeah, you both won effectively. Yeah, there yes, you go. Very um, happy podcast. <laughs> very much so. I'm delighted that you're both doing so well in business as well. That's fantastic. I hope that continues. Uh, Miles and Richard, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Our next episode, out in two weeks' time, will feature Trafalgar Chief Executive Gavin Tolman. If you enjoy these podcasts, you can subscribe, rate and review all of them on the Apple Podcasts app.